Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome. This is your Twitterless heroine, ring announcer to the stars, the most professional podcaster, and of course, the queen of self-style, Miranda Morales. And welcome to the Hashtag Miranda Show, my show, which is part of thechairshot.com and the Chairshot Radio Network. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And we are here for another edition, another week of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I mean, look, life happens and, and sometimes it feels like the world stops. You know, sometimes you want the world to stop. But this show don't stop no matter what, nope. <laughs> apparently. It was gonna. But COVID, it, it was gonna. It was gonna. Natural, you know, a, a COVID situation. Uh, my face. I'll go into some of that in a second. Uh, you know, life, but this show don't stop. So this I am such good shit. <laughs> I'm eternally grateful for anyone listening to this week's show, especially because that's that's what I'm here for. I, I want to give you my analysis and opinions and thoughts on what's happening in the world of pro wrestling. And I have to admit, this topic is is pretty good. Uh, you know, my my co-host helped plant the seed, and uh, we're going with I think a, a really awesome topic uh, that highlights you know an evolution in wrestling that's been years in the making, um, and how different companies are are addressing it. If you want to know, you gotta just stay tuned a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Till we get to the topic. But first, I mean, how rude am I? I mean, you guys are in this this show and, and uh, you're invited guest here. So, you know, please welcome to my house, which is the Hashtag Miranda Show. My co-host, my dear friend, uh, and also someone I, I like to ridicule a lot, uh, my co-host, Greg DeMarco, is here joining us. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane. Just two of us, just two baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane yeah me that's, Morales, that's a fact greg demarco bmfs on this plane some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane mm-hmm. somebody is funny that people don't know sometimes like it's like oh yeah show of course every single week like they don't know like schedule changes things that happen like sometimes people are just like do you Ooh. i wish you knew what it took sometimes to make Man. a show happen but here we yes. are Hear the bleep you we know? are. And this is a shout out too to all of the other wrestling podcasters out there. I've been a part of this wonderful wrestling podcast community now for almost two years. Not only within the chairshot.com, but people all, all over the internet. 
And especially this year, I've grown very close to uh, a lot of uh podcasters from all of the various projects that I've been to, to just random people that I've met. And all of us continuously put in the time and effort and even just discuss, you know, the the highs and lows of uh, podcasting, of the time and energy it takes, of even just like anything else in life. I mean, you know, there's, there's anyone who puts their time and energy into something and you really care about it. Not only are you taking time away from other things to do it, but you also can be very hypercritical of yourself and, you know, what you're doing and it, is it working and is it good? And will people listen and people like it, you know? And, you know, for some people they say, oh, fuck it, who cares? You know, I'll, I'll just do what I want. And trust that this is what I do. There's, there's, this is the show, take it or, or leave it. But again, I think I, I do myself worry about how it's you know perceived and if people will like it because ultimately you know well um we just all want to have an entertaining product and we want people to listen and enjoy themselves so you know special uh shout outs to uh, a few people i've met more recently of course bob uh, rob from the bob culture podcast uh, Derek from the uh, Wrestling IQ 101 podcast, Stephanie Hardy with the Hardy Wrestling with Stephanie Hardy podcast, Ty, of course, who brought us all together from uh, the Between the Ropes uh, meet, the Between the Ropes podcast and Between the Ropes media, um, of course, Mario and the team at Desert Wrestling podcast, and all of the just the great people uh, I've, I've met. Um, in, in general over the past year. I'm going to dedicate this show to you because the show must go on every single week. And you guys have taught me a lot about that. So thank you. Thank it's you. funny. You talk about the time and the energy associated with podcasting. The first thing I thought was I don't have the time and the energy to talk about the time and the energy needed to podcast. Like I just don't, but yeah, much hey, Greg doesn't respect. have time for that. Apparently. No, I wish I did. Yes. I really do wish I no. did. And Greg, you know, I mean, don't. he is the kingpin of the chairshot.com. Uh, however, he is also a producer and helps manage luchacentral.com and the, all of those podcasts. Um, he does just a, a lot of behind the scenes work on a lot of different things. Uh, one of them I'm going to plug in right now. We're going to continue to promote and talk about is IZW wrestling impact zone wrestling right out of Phoenix, Arizona. Well, they're coming back to celebrate 30 years of, of the career of a man. Well, who's been one of the biggest influences in Arizona wrestling history of the West coast um, in general as well. And that is, well, the Navajo warrior nav 30 happening Saturday, November 21st at sun studios of Arizona in Tempe, uh, tickets are now available and talent announcements are happening on IZW social media pages, Impact Zone Wrestling. Um, check them out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. The first announcement of, of course, the man of the hour, uh, actually several hours. Uh, but the, the event that this is all for, the Navajo Warrior was the first talent announced. And also just recently, the Hawaiian Lion was announced uh, for the show. So more talent announcements coming out soon. And Greg, give us an update on how tickets are doing because we really pushed the VIP experience, which includes a match, uh, uh, a VIP match, which is very special because it is being selected. The competitors in this match are being selected by the Navajo Warrior himself. And he's going to be providing the audience an explanation as to who he picked and why. 
We're also going to be having a special FAQ session being hosted by me, Miranda Morales, um, where fans are going to be able to ask the Navajo warrior anything they, they want to learn more about him, his career, his influences, uh, his impact on, in professional wrestling, all of that. Um, so are there still tickets for, for VIP? They're very limited. There are still tickets for VIPs. Tickets are selling really well on all levels. The couch seats are already sold out. We do have some VIP VIP front row seats sold out. Those continue to sell. General admission continues to sell as well. I know some people out there might be waiting because we always run a lot of sales. I don't know if we're going to because I don't know if we're going to need to. Um, you know, Normally, we'll open with a sale and whatever, and this time we've done so well. It's a combination of what we've accomplished in IZW, the fact that people are excited that wrestling's coming back, and the fact that we're celebrating just the amazing legacy of the Navajo Warrior, who is not retiring. I get asked that question no, all the time. Not retiring. I think that's show. also going to be like Nav Thirty, not retiring. Yes, that should be the the other the other hash. He's closer to the yeah, end than he is to the beginning, and he will tell you that. But this is not the end. I, I will reveal. I don't want to. I can't reveal. The VIP match, but I, I'll reveal something very special about the VIP match. It's easy to assume because of, of Navajo's wheelhouse that you're going to get two young local wrestlers in the VIP match. And I'm here to tell you that I know who both of them are, and that is not necessarily the case. So oh. um, I, I can tell you right now, one of the people in that match, I'm not sure has ever wrestled in the state of Arizona. So there's, and I'm really excited about this person being on the card because it's somebody I've wanted to work with and relocated multiple times. And so now it's possible. And so, yeah, it's going to be, um, going to be something good there, but that's, you know, that that'll come out soon. And, you know, in due time, main event announcement is coming out shortly as well. Just a lot of really good things. So, uh, we're doing everything we can to pull this one off and, and, and we're going to open up ticket sales as much as we can, but right now they are limited. We're not running at full capacity, nor can we mm -hmm. in our state. Yeah. Um, but IZWWrestling.com, get your tickets now. Saw some come through today and, you know, and, and, and be a part of something that's only going to happen once. I mean, we had one show left in 2020. It had to be this one. Like I recently told yeah. uh, uh, somebody who, who wanted to interview me for their podcast recently, I literally had to sacrifice the 20 year anniversary of IZW so we could celebrate the 30 year anniversary of the Navajo warrior. So we're going to have to do something else next year for that. But this show definitely must go on because it just, yeah, it's going to be great when Navajo warrior has 31 years in the business, but that 30 year celebration is such a big deal. Yeah. It's been in the works since day one of bringing back IZW and it's, it's here now. It was supposed to have already happened, but this is it. And this is a very, very important event for me personally, for the company, for the state, for the fans, for the workers, for everybody. So only one shot to be a part of it. So head on over there, IZWWrestling.com. Or excuse me, IZW, yeah, IZWWrestling.com. Pick up those tickets and just come out and have a blast. You, everybody deserves it. We've we've been cooped up. We've done. We've taken. Some people have taken the right measures. Some people haven't. Look, whatever. Put on your mask. Come to the Sun Studios of Arizona. Let's have a blast and celebrate and be entertained and, and just remember what it was like, oh, just a few months ago. Yes. Yes. I mean, this is, it's big, not only for IZW, but for everyone involved, for the fans, for people, you know, working behind the scenes. Um, this is not only just because it is uh, honoring the influence that the Navajo Warrior has brought to Arizona, to IZW as well as a company um, but it's you know an opportunity as wrestling fans to be back at a show that for a lot of us you know last show we were at what for february march 
Um, and I, I also understand the hesitation. You know, I, I think there was already some comments about, you know, well, how do we know the show's going to happen? You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, to be honest. Let's, let's flat, flat out. If anything that this year has shown us, we have no idea what tomorrow holds. But I think that's what makes it so special is that, you know, uh, as, as long as everything goes according, you know, at least to somewhat plan, this will happen. And this could be your opportunity, especially if you're in Arizona. But I know there's going to be people traveling um, from neighboring states to come and, and do this, too. So if you are in a neighboring state to Arizona, maybe California, Utah, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, you know, like come come in and check this out, too, because it's going to be something very, very special. Um, and and we'd love to have you there. So, again, IZW Wrestling on social media, uh, IZWWrestling.net. Uh, uh, for ticket information and you know come come and join us uh, we'll continue to plug this as well yes. so don't think that this is the last time you're ever going to hear about this because nah no. that's not how we work here no. i I'm, I'm gonna i hate being the guy who corrects people but it's izwwrestling.com yes. and, yep, yes. and and izw wrestling az on social media so um, yes because okay. the other izw no, wrestling was already taken so yes it happens. There, there was one. It happens. For a bit. So, and, and, yes. and the big thing there is, is that, you know, you talk about what if it doesn't happen? We, we encountered that in May and, and what do we do? We mm-hmm. refunded every single ticket that was bought and we would do the same thing again. So yes. uh, your purchase is protected. Don't worry about that. It, it's, um, it's even the ticket sales site has changed their model a little bit about when you can get paid for an event you put on to allow for cancellation type refunds and things like that. So, Yes, it's it's if the show doesn't happen, you get your money back. No questions asked. So don't even worry about that. But that's not how we're thinking. We're thinking in terms of the show happening and we can't wait to put it on for everybody and and, and just give you guys that opportunity that Miranda was talking about. So come check it out. Yes. And one thing, so I, I did forget, I was so hyped up about, you know, talking about IZW and introducing Greg, that for those of you who may be regular listeners or watchers of the show are realizing just about now, hey, there's no video feed on this week's episode of the Hashtag Miranda Show. And that is right. <laughs> there is no yeah. uh, live video feed or not even live, but just video feed to accompany this audio. We are just sticking to audio this week. However, if you normally watch this uh, on the Chair Shots YouTube account, know that there is going to be an audio version as well uh, on the YouTube page. Um, but there's just not, you're not going to be seeing me and Greg in real time. So I know you're very disappointed because you know we won't be able to go over item of the week. You won't be able to see Sadie or Mickey in here. You know, Mickey still has yet to make an appearance um, on here. Sadie's almost now become a guest contributor. Um, really good insight when we talked about the Mysterio family from Sadie. Really, really impressed. I raised her right. Yeah, you did. I mean, we, we that came up on last week's Greg DeMarco show, and I'm pretty sure Sadie had better things to say than Patrick did when asked the question. So that right there should pretty much tell you everything you need to know. That gives me an idea for next week. So we'll talk about that. But anyways, talk about that offline. But uh, yeah, so that's just a heads up. Uh, We will hopefully be resuming video feed uh, in future episodes. But, you know, life life happens. Uh, But don't get it confused. It's on YouTube. You can hear it. You can see a graphic while it's on YouTube. You just won't see our beautiful smiling faces because reasons. But it'll be back next week. It'll be back. Yes. 
Yes. No, no worries. It is, is with my face. I'm very much man in the iron mask uh, today or putting the paper bag over my face. I could, I should have done that. I guess I, I mean, too late now, but um, I should have done a, a mask. Um, I needed the, like, is there any leftover retribution masks that I could have used? They have some that cover. I mean, uh, I know I make fun of Tucson, Arizona all the time, but I know damn well it has at least one spirit Halloween store. So I'm sure you could find one. Damn it, man. Okay. Well, you know what? Plan B for next week. If, if you know, things don't clear up, I'm I'm just going to do it in a mask. That would actually be really funny if, if we had to do the show masked. That would. That may also, yeah, because you're right. Why would I do it alone? Oh, we no. You make me do in it. masks. Because yes. in case people haven't yeah. heard before, there's sometimes where I am just forced to do things. And I do them because I'm yes, stupid. Yes, expect it sometime in the month of October. So oh, yeah. just just a heads up. I'll give you enough annoying. notice, but we may be doing this show in masks. Who knows? If you want to follow us on social media, well, you can do that. Me, Miranda Morales. You can find me at the hashtag Miranda on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter because I'm the Twitterless heroine. Literally the first thing I said is just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, however... You can follow me uh, on Twitter at ChairShot Media. And what do I mean by that? Well, at ChairShot Media means that every so often I take over the ChairShot's Twitter account uh, and I provide my thoughts on special events, which also includes, well, NXT TakeOver. There go TakeOver, TakeOver accounts. Um, so I will be taking over. It's official, exclusive information here um, that I'm committing to. I will be taking over the Chair Shots Twitter account this Sunday for NXT TakeOver 31. So if you'd like to get my thoughts and my sorry attempt at navigating Twitter, follow at Chair Shot Media. Of course, you can follow them too on Instagram and Facebook at Chair Shot Media. And also, I mean, if you like Greg, good for you. Uh, he's an all right guy. Um, you can follow him at Chair Shot Greg on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You know, since we're not going to talk about TakeOver on this show, we didn't talk about TakeOver on the Greg DeMarco show, I have a bold prediction that I want to make. Oh, okay. And yeah, I might write the article. I might not. So I'm going to make a bold prediction. I So this TakeOver down. is the first TakeOver that doesn't really have like a, a name, right? Like it's just TakeOver 31. It's not TakeOver 31. It's not TakeOver Phoenix like we went to. It's not, you know... Take over, you know, whatever. Right? It's just take over, you know, take over 30, you know, take over. Mm-hmm. Like those are big, but it's just now nah, it's just kind of a takeover, right? It, it doesn't have the same nickname. I am going to give the bold prediction that you might as well call this takeover 31. You'll never see it coming because here and now I'm going to tell you that Kyle O'Reilly is not going to win the NXT championship. And it's going to be because of the actions of... That is bold. So are you saying that Adam Cole is going to bring on likely the demise of the undisputed era? Either on purpose or not on purpose or seemingly not on purpose, but maybe will be revealed so in the end. I do believe that this is coming. And I do believe that outside of me and now you, you'll never see it coming. And everyone who's listening to the show. Yes. 
Yeah. But that's kind of, I mean, that, that's, that's why we drop, if we drop knowledge on people that already knew the knowledge, we're not really dropping knowledge. We're just being redundant. So, so. If, I mean, now they'll see it coming though. So there were a few people who said Roman Reigns would return at SummerSlam. So they saw it coming too. We didn't. And, and you know, my excitement when it happened, cause I texted you with just a giant yes. And you knew exactly what the hell I was talking about. And now he's one of the best performers in the world. And I would like to take this opportunity to acknowledge Roman Reigns as my tribal chief. And, and <laughs> we should all, all be so, so smart. You know what though? That. I have to admit Roman Reigns, like I, I'm, I'm loving this revamp more and more. The ring attire, spot on. Mm-hmm. Just everything. It, yeah, just it's, everything. Everything is. It's happening for me. It's happening. It's, for it's, me. A, it's, it's exactly what. Yeah, and and yes. this is my yard now. And here, and to anyone who's saying they should have done this a long time ago, it works because it took this long. Like yeah. the fact that it took this long. The stars aligned because also too. Talk about never see it coming. Did we really see this alliance with Paul Heyman coming? No. I did not. Did not. And and if we were in, you know, if this would have been sooner in a normal environment, we probably would have had spoilers and teasers or whatever, you know. And even fan reaction. We've talked about this multiple times on the show. Sometimes fan reactions can actually mess up a reintroduction or new, you know, something within a storyline, something this big because of maybe them not getting it right away or whatever it is. I think the way that they set it up with nobody around was genius. I mean, I mean, rarely will I use that word with WWE trust, you know? Um, yeah. And maybe in unsurprising ways, but like that was spot on. So absolutely, I, I am on this bandwagon train, whatever you want to call it. Yes. I also acknowledge Roman Reigns as my tribal chief. Uh, I think we all should. Uh, I don't know if there's just like, how how these acknowledgments work? If these are written or verbal, um, if it we have seems to be verbal so based true. on what we saw at at, um, yeah. at at Clash of Champions, it it seems verbal. Although Roman Reigns, you know, dismissed Paul Heyman's verbal acknowledgement of the Tribal Chief, so it, it's and and Jimmy Uso acknowledged, but but Jay did not. So we'll see how that story plays out. But and and damn, like it, it, this has gone from you know the best story on SmackDown to the best story in WWE to this is already one of the best stories they've told in years. Like just damn yes. good. Damn good. The, shit, one of the best the stories of the year. And then, yeah, let's just jump into, you know, at least the five, pe- the past five years. And if they stay um, with it, it, it'll be on like an all time list at some point. Yeah. Like it's and it's also good. one of the most, it, it's radical, but subtle at the same time. As far as, you know, Roman didn't cut his hair. He didn't like, you know, even the attire change was like, he just, took off the vest, you know, yeah. he, he changed his pants a bit. Like every, all of these things are subtle, but are making such a dramatic difference. And the new music's um, coming. Something like, yeah. So yeah, he already told yeah. us the new music's coming. It's just so good. And, and it just works because he's, he's basically, you know, everyone's like, Oh, Roman's finally this. And Roman's like, I've always been this. Like I've always been the yeah. guy. So it's just yes. so even his interviews that he's doing, he's staying in kayfabe. Even when he talks about who he wants to wrestle, he talks about CM Punk, and he's like, yeah, if he can get in good enough shape to wrestle me. Like, it's just, you know, he is truly well, becoming and, and, an all-time And he's player. always been a bit of that snarky, too. Like, he's always had that. It just makes more sense now that he's in this new character and new phase when, as before, they were really pushing him as, you know, uh, a, a good guy, 
uh, or just like, you know, more someone as you should cheer for. But he's always had kind of snarky and responses. He's, you know, and it just didn't click as far as the direction that they wanted fans to, you know, embrace him in. And now, like I said, it all works. And I honestly think if we had live fans in the arena, they would not be booing him. They would be cheering him. They absolutely you know, would be. That, they, they would yeah. be. Yes. They would be loving yeah, so every I, second of this. And, they would be loving. And so yeah. that's why I understand when people say, okay, they should have done this years ago. Because if they really wanted that response, that's all they needed to do. Because that's also, I said this, this is a man thing. You tell a man like what to do, like they're going to do the opposite of this. You know, with with your male audience, your, your audience being predominantly male, tell them to do something and they're not going to do it. Tell them to do the opposite and then they'll they'll do what you want. Like that's just, that's just men 101. That's the truth. truth. That's the truth. So, Mm -hmm. yes. All right. Anyways. So anyway. Before we get into tonight's topic, though. we're only 25 minutes into the show. I know. And this actually, and we're actually watching the time this time. Uh, I do want to let our listeners know about ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And there you can find over 25 different t-shirt designs all in support of thecheershot.com and also IZW Wrestling. So for those of you who are not able to attend NAV 30, 30 years brother uh, in Phoenix uh, on November 21st, well, you can go to IZW, or I'm sorry, you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot and get an IZW t-shirt. You can sport that and rep IZW. You can also buy a a chair shot t-shirt there you can find a lot of great logos and designs supporting the chairshot.com my personal favorite is the og chair shot shirt army green buy it it's a beautiful color combination i that that's my go-to shirt for a lot of things also my go-to shirt is my shirt the queen of sauce style that you can get yes 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 in sauce style so, uh, and of course, uh, lots of other great t-shirts can you, are Can you just, do, just, just, just do that one more time? Just, just do the whole, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And soft style part. Just, just, just do it again. I don't know if I can replicate magic like that. I you, know. You know this, Greg, but yes, yes, yes. You can get the queen of soft style t-shirt in soft style. Yes. And you were thinking it, I thinking the boom. Yes, mind blown. Uh, t-shirts start at $19.99. Again, you pay a few extra dollars for soft style, but you deserve it. You work hard for your money. You should spend it the way that you want by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and get your very own chair shot t-shirt today. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. You should spend it the way that you want. Which is the way that Miranda's telling you to spend it right now. <laughs> yes. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? 
Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. That's over 150 of your favorite promotions found exclusively at powerslam.tv. So go to powerslam.tv and you'll get a free week. But if you use the promo code ChairShot, you will get a free month. Now, a month is only six bucks, but why not try it out and see if you like it first and do it on us. Go to powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot, get your free month. Again, that's powerslam.tv, promo code ChairShot. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Uh-oh. So, here on the Hashtag Miranda Show, it does appear that your fearless leader, your Twitterless heroine, has frozen. Because I see her frozen in time, looking at a phone, and and there's no anything. Um, she ain't moving. She ain't talking. She ain't doing none of that stuff. I'm checking my phone for text messages. I, I do have some, but not from her. And yeah, it seems as though Miranda Morales is experiencing some technical issues. So while we wait for Miranda to return, I'm going to just give a quick plug for this week's edition of the Greg DeMarco Show, the hashtag Greg DeMarco Show, uh, just the Greg DeMarco Show. We had the opportunity, the fortunate opportunity of interviewing Alex Chamberlain. And I got a text from Miranda says, yes, I'm frozen. We, we know. Um, but we had an opportunity to interview Alex Chamberlain. And if you don't know who he is, he recently appeared in AEW Dark. He's a 17-year veteran of, the, of wrestling, but has not ever signed with a big promotion. And it's, it's just super exciting that we get to interview him. I've interviewed him before. It's been seven years. And so to, to interview him, it's a great interview. Go out there, check it out. I just love when good people are involved in the business, and he is one, and I think that you will enjoy that thoroughly, and and I just encourage you to check it out, and you will enjoy the time that we got to spend with Alex Chamberlain. We went, ran over, we scrapped the topic, which is related to, to uh, Miranda's topic this week, and and so I'm, I'm still excited to do it next week, but it is going to be a lot of fun. So go out there, listen to The Greg DeMarco Show, available on thechairshot.com, and all of your mediums, iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, all of them, and thechairshot.com, and check out the great time that we had today with one Alex Chamberlain. And and Miranda, welcome back to your own show. Thank you. Yes, yes. This is this is my show. This is my house, my yard. This is your yard now. Yes, this is my yard. It's always been my yard. It kind of has always been your yard. Yep, ever since, yeah. This is my yard now. And I'm glad you plugged, uh, of course, the Greg DeMarco show, which we just finished recording, the interview with Alex Chamberlain, uh, which was great, uh, really, really fun, wonderful, talented, very nice guy. Um, you should check that out after the show, though. Of after. course, yes. Don't, Still don't, listen to this yeah, one. Don't, after. don't stop now. Yeah. Like, like, don't. don't stop now. I mean, Alex, Alex, that interview can wait. It's already been recorded. It's going to be there. Yeah, it's, it's not going This anywhere. you're listening right now. If you stop this show now, 
And then go listen to the Alex Chamberlain show. Alex Chamberlain show. I just gave him his own show. Look at that. The Alex Chamberlain interview. And then don't come back and finish this show. That, that's on you. Johnny idiot face. That is 100% on you. Johnny idiot face. So don't do it. Awesome. Don't, don't be that. Johnny idiot face. But what you should do is go and find Alex Chamberlain on social media and tell him that there's a recording of him, of Greg saying that he has his own show on the chair shot. And and just see, you know, I mean, I know he's busy. He has lots of projects. He has lots of going on. However, I mean, let's see if he takes Greg up on the offer of having the Alex Chamberlain. The offer that Greg didn't make. But here's the thing. If he asked me for it, obviously I would, I would let him do it. I don't know who's going to produce the damn thing because it's probably. Oh yeah. Ain't nobody got time. Look, I'm sure he he may have to produce it himself, but he seems like he, I mean, the man has literally so many talents, so many uh, unique things about his, his career and and his background. It's again, don't don't stop this now. Producing another show. Anybody got time for that? No. Mm -mm. No. So, this week's topic. Yes. Uh, you mentioned it's something related to what we're going to be. We're also predicting the future uh, because this could be something that we're going to be talking about. Something similar on next week's Greg DeMarco show. Who knows? Uh, but we're in the now. We're going to be talking about this now. And it's actually kind of an evaluation of something happening right now in pro wrestling. And it's actually an evaluation of the five women's champions. Uh, from the, I would say, the biggest wrestling promotions in, in North America, um, and so we're going to be looking at the Raw Smack, uh, the Raw SmackDown, and NXT Women's Champions from WWE, uh, the AEW Women's Champion, and the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion. And I know, you know, number three is still very highly contested, and even globally. But these are the five that I've decided to talk about that I'm the most familiar with. So Greg and I are going to really be exploring their importance within the company, within pro wrestling, uh, their reigns, all of that. We'll see how much we can get done in uh, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, This will be tonight's main topic setup. So, Greg, are you ready? I don't have a choice in that matter. So, yes, yes, I am ready. Well, I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, you absolutely don't have a choice, but. I'm ready. Yes, now. I'm ready. Yeah. I know you are. Uh, and I Dave, hope all of you are me, ready. Dave. You got to play that again. Just do it. Dave, it's me, Dave. I was about to say, I don't play sound bites on demand, but that's obviously bullshit. I mean, come on. That, that's yeah, like yeah. Asking did, me to did, play a sound bite is like, did you also tell Dave Batista? Have you messaged him letting him know that you have given him his own show, the hashtag oh, Dave show on the day. chair shot? Every day. Dave, it's me. Dave. Except I say, Dave, it's you, Dave. And and he doesn't respond. He hasn't blocked me yet. He will. But he doesn't doesn't respond. Dave, it's me, Dave. Come on over, Dave. Just come. The movie thing's got to dry up eventually. So come on over. Mm-hmm. John Cena can take all I- your roles. And you, you talk bad about The Rock, so that's going to work against you. And eventually, eventually, Dave, you're just going to need to have a podcast. And when that time yeah. comes... You and Alex Chamberlain can have your own podcast right here at thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right. So, again, tonight's topics, we're going to be evaluating and discussing the top five women's champions in North American pro wrestling. So, I realized as I wrote down these names, I, I kind of internally ranked them already 
Uh, I've already put them down in kind of what I think is the most important. And, and maybe I would maybe throw a few things around. I think, you know, the last two on this list, I would flip-flop just depending on, on the day. Actually, now that I look at it, we'll flip-flop. But anyways, let me see what, as I read through this, if you kind of agree with my internal rankings. I think I just did this naturally. But the first one, or number one, I guess, on my list, um, I mentioned was the SmackDown Women's Champion, currently Bailey. So but wait, uh, wait. So Bailey was first on your list? I'm shocked. Uh, shocked. Shocked, I tell you. Well, I had no idea shocked. that was going to happen. Uh, couldn't have yes. predicted it if you wanted me to. Hey, look, I've been around on this show. I have eaten crow saying, you know what? This heel change grew on me. It did not at first, but it, it definitely grown on me. And it has, you know, even just her solo work has continued to, you know, be all right. I still feel like the promo work is very hit or miss. I'm not going to lie. Uh, some weeks, the first time she came out on the, that chair, gold. Ever since then, it kind of, you know, I don't know. Uh, and I think sometimes it's the delivery. Sometimes I feel like the delivery is still too, a little too casual um, when you're trying to be more intent in, in almost menacing in your language uh, or not in your language, in, in your actual actions. Um, but, you know, overall, the program that she's had with Sasha, that partnership and how it's devolved, the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion, um, part, of course, her history with the Four Horsewomen and her full career so far. I mean, it's just... It's still like really in its prime now. Um, it's someone that WWE has has really relied on for a, a, a long time um, to, you know, help build stories a, around. And again, it's always, you know, it's been hit or miss really since she's come to uh, quote unquote the main roster. That's not a term I, I normally use, but for the purposes of this statement, you know, this argument, you know, from from leaving NXT to coming to Raw slash SmackDown, it's been very hit or miss. But for me personally, I view her, she's she's number one in my heart. I know she's number one in, in all of yours. Okay, so so am I ranking mine? I, I don't know. No, just, well, I mean, I guess I, I should go into the next one so that way you could, you know, see what you agree with and what you don't. Uh, number two, second one on this list is Asuka, who is the Raw Women's Champion. And speaking of someone, I mean, who's had an illustrious career so far, of course, you know, a, a very long career within uh, and in Japan, but in WWE, really the only woman who's accomplished every feat that there is. Uh, every championship that can be won, every opportunity, um, every big deal thing that that there is uh, to accomplish, she has accomplished. Women's Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble winner, uh, Raw and SmackDown champions, NXT champion, Women's Tag Team champion. And that is because she truly is one of the best female wrestlers, one of the best wrestlers in the entire world. And I think... WWE has done a fantastic job overall, maybe not in every moment, but overall being able to present her to a worldwide audience and also in a way where she can seamlessly, very seamlessly seem to move between good guy and bad guy or hero and villain. And, you know, that's, I think it's very rare. And one thing that I've really enjoyed and appreciated about her, I feel like, you know, maybe the level of competition on raw is not the same as 
some of Bailey's competition on, on SmackDown. And again, Bailey's in a very heated long-term program with Sasha Banks that's fueled by history, where Asuka's, you know, is kind of still plugging away, you know. Um, and I feel like ever since she did win the championship uh, shortly after Money in the Bank, I haven't really found a feud that's really that sticks to her very well. Uh, and I, and I think though, I have really liked what we saw this past weekend at class of champions with Selena Vega. It sounds like that's something they're going to continue. And I think that I like that newness of, of programs, but I think, you know, that's just something for me personally, that's hard for me to, to follow, but overall, I mean, her, her current influence and, prestige of her career in WWE is literally unbeatable. Um, even Bailey hasn't met, even though she's been close, hasn't met all of the accomplishments that Oscar has. No. And the thing about Oscar's reign, it's not storyline driven, right? Like Bailey's mm-hmm. a storyline driven. Oscar is a fighter. Oscar is yeah. a fighting champion. She not the best promo in the world. We can obviously see that, but she makes it work for her. Now, when she yells at Selena Vega in Japanese, Oh my goodness. Like you feel it, you see the intensity, yes. all of it. Um, but the English promos, it's just never going to happen. It's just not. Um, but she doesn't really need to because what she is is she's like that champion sitting on the throne. You got to come fight her. You're not ready for her. You do everything you can to try to beat her, and you probably won't. And that's okay for a champion to be. Like that's in, in a lot of ways, she's a nicer version of Roman Reigns as a champion at this point because you got to beat her. Like she's just the best. Yeah. And, um, and so I don't know that she needs a feud all the time, whereas Bailey as a character kind of does. But I do look forward to when she has one um, and, and maybe she'll get one after Money in the Bank. But even most of her career, like she had an amazing TLC match against, you know, Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. That was really about Charlotte and Becky and Oscar got thrown in there mm-hmm. and Oscar wins. And it's just always she has been there on her, her in-ring acumen and the story she can tell in the ring. And I, in some ways, it's kind of refreshing. Not everything, not every story has to be a dramatic story. Sometimes we can still fight over being the best. And Asuka, to me, yeah. represents that side of, of yes. the equation. Yeah. And, and you make a good point because number three here on my list, I could easily switch around with Asuka. And I feel like even there's been some elements in, in her career where she's had very storyline driven feuds, but especially now she's not as much in a storyline driven feud uh, currently. And I still think her reign is, is great as Io Shirai NXT women's champion. Um, she won the title from a triple threat match Um between uh, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair, uh, you know, pinning Rhea Ripley. That is a story that we've seen that I, I continue to enjoy. I mean, they kind of weave, weave in and out of that. And I, I think it's perfectly fine. Um, coming up in NXT 31, uh, NXT TakeOver 31 this Sunday, uh, we're going to see her face Candice LeRae, who just got that opportunity from the Women's Battle Royal of last week's um, uh, NXT. So, I mean, that's, that's no build up there, but I know she's going to have a fantastic match. I, I really love her visually. Her promo work in NXT is very different because they do allow her to, and both with her and Asuka speak in their native language. And I think for both of them, that's still, it's still impactful. You don't necessarily need to understand the language because they nail things like nonverbal cues, um, even their tone, you know, things that you can, 
kind of grasp onto, even though you may not understand the language. Both Asuka and Io do fantastic jobs, but I want to give the edge to Io. And I think maybe that's just because of the way that NXT is produced differently. Um, that helps set her up. But I mean, a, 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 an amazing wrestler, um, someone who has carried the NXT women's division and have, can seamlessly do both. Have, like you said, have good feuds with like with, with Asuka, um, have good feuds, long story storytelling, but also like we saw with, with Rhea Ripley and even Charlotte, but also can do quick one-offs or short-built matches or short-built programs and execute those very well uh, as well. So I, yeah, I, I'm a big fan, and like I said, I could have flipped these two uh, because I, I do feel like I like the way that Eels presented more, uh, but that's also just because I think NXT is just they present their wrestlers better. Yeah, Greg's side. I was and he's muted. On mute. I was muted. I wasn't frozen like some people. I was just muted. Um, no, sure, I love what buddy. Rai does. I'm trying not because I now have my own rankings, but I'm trying not to reveal them. Yes, yeah. Until after yes, we go through yours, because you know, once you rank them, yeah. I kind of had to. But I, Io is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. I think that she is insanely talented. I uh, promo wise, she's better than Asuka, and. It's mm-hmm. just, and I think some of it is the the way it's produced. Oscar's a little more, uh, for lack of a better word, Oscar's a little more goofy in her promos. Yeah, and, yeah, and I can see isn't. that. And Oscar, and, and I think that's just Oscar's personality. I mean, go watch her YouTube yeah. channel; like you'll see it. But for EO, it's it's she's she's a lot more serious. She's that she's like a UFC champion in WWE. Like that's what she is. And Oscar mm-hmm. has those, those tendencies as well, but it, it's, and it's refreshing to see that when, when wrestling is, is promoted and sold as a fight. And that's what you get with EO Shirai. And, and I think that'll continue. Um, I also want to say that battle Royal that Candice Lurie won might be the worst battle Royal I've ever seen. That thing was just god awful and horrible. You know, I think there were some good spots. Uh, of course, you saw Casey Conzaro doing a lot. Even of those the, were like it took so long to set know, them up. I, I think and, it's different when it's when there's nobody around. You know, yeah. that is one of those things where you really, I mean, the crowds love it and dig it up, and that's why they they kept on doing it was the crowd reaction. Right. So it's very different when you don't have a live crowd and doing those same spots. It just it just has a slightly different feel to it. That's true. Yeah. So, but you know, I, I didn't hate it as much as probably you did. Probably. Probably. Yes. Probably. So these last two, uh, I went back and forth on, but I'm, I'm going to edge out and in, in my number four spot, I have Deanna Perrazzo from uh, impact wrestling. She is the knockouts champion won that uh, by defeating Jordan grace at Slammiversary. Um, several months ago, and she's been a very strong champion. Um, and this was kind of surprising to some people because she was let go uh, from NXT, her contract with WWE, um, as part of those major layoffs earlier this year. And Impact Wrestling picked her up, and they've picked up several uh, women throughout this year and have really rebuilt and revamped the knockouts division. And this is one of my favorite divisions of all of pro wrestling. I really do. I I love the dynamics of who they have on their roster. I like the matches and they can do anywhere from serious to, to silly storytelling. They have great pairings. They also kind of have this embedded tag team division almost in there with these alliances and they pair people up very, very well. Even recently now they've paired Kimberly and Deanna Perrazzo together as this kind of prestigious power team. 
Kimberly has been kind of renamed the curator and kind of, you know, this, this, um, partner to Diana Perrazzo, who is, you know, the virtuosa. And those are just things that those were two very separate characters, but they were able to pull them in together by those small commonalities and build good teams. So side note on that, but I, I want to say that they put a lot on Diana in a short, such a short amount of time. As soon as she got into the roster, straight shoot to Jordan Grace in a title uh, feud and opportunity. Um, even her character just seems to make more sense in the layout of Impact Wrestling, and they seem to really value that. I mean, she was part of the first ever women's Ironman uh, match that we saw uh, at Emergence. I mean, they've really shot the the rocket to her, and it seems like they've put a, a very big importance to her role in, in the company. And Impact themselves have gone through a very big revamp since Slammiversary, and she was part of that. And the fact that we've seen more wrestling from her in the past, you know, three, four months than we did ever in NXT shows that, you know, NXT, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, the first three here were all WWE related because it is really the pinnacle. It is the peak, but it's also not for everyone. And I think Diana shows that, that you can have a successful career and good opportunities with other companies that are seemingly a better fit for maybe your personality or your style or just what's, you know, uh, what the current environment is. And it seems like she's found a really good place uh, and impact. And I agree. I think she's in the right place for her. It just didn't work out in WWE and, and maybe she'll get another chance in the future. Um, maybe there's backstage things. Who knows? People live and learn, but you know, it, mm-hmm. it'd be smart to get her under contract because I'm pretty sure she's still not under contract for Impact Wrestling. Yeah, so. that's a whole that's a whole other but thing. But with know? Impact Wrestling and their taping schedule in the world right now, you can kind of get away with it. Um, mm-hmm. Just you can only get away with it for so long. Uh, I think she's in the right spot for her. I also don't think this is her pinnacle. In all honesty, yeah. And and you're right. I mean, we've seen within the wrestling landscape too, people come in and out of different companies. And even, you know, just the time in and I kind of think I don't know. I don't know what the contract situation is, but the fact that she hasn't signed a contract, I don't know if that's all on impact that that may be her still weighing her options. Yeah. You know, uh, because she knows that it's only been up from here. So I, I can definitely I agree with that. She knows that there's still more to come and more opportunities and leveraging what's what the work she's able to do at impact is is pretty smart. Yeah. Just saying. Now the last person on this list is more to do with the company than the the wrestler, and that's Hikaru Shida from AEW, the current reigning uh, AEW women's champion. And I talk about this mainly more on, on Lucha Central. Again, don't stop this right now to go visit Lucha Central. Wait, and then go to the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast uh, because they talk more about that in depth. The other whole team does about, you know, and you've even brought this up, how they're building a women's feud with three out of the four people in there not signed to the company. And right. it just feels so out of place that Sheeta is almost an afterthought in how then they're pushing Thunder Rosa, Diamante, Ivalice. And th- that's just been, I think, an issue with the company, that they have a strong champion. But they had to bring someone outside of the, of the company to even be a formidable competitor for her. They didn't but have to, see- but they did. Yeah, well, I mean, you're right, because we. I keep bringing this up. I've really liked Sheeta's match against Penelope Ford. 
Like that match surprised me as to how much I liked that. And I don't know if that was what fight of the first fight of the fallen revolution. I uh, revolution. Maybe was it even, was it even what, what was in may double or nothing? I don't know. Was it? Maybe. Yeah. I'll put uh, our anyway. research staff on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was, I know Chris Statlander was supposed to be in that, but due to injury, you know, Penelope Ford. But even then, you know, she had a great match with someone who's not very known for for their wrestling or just more like that. there was a, a very obvious disadvantage in, in competition. But Sheeta made Penelope look amazing. And so you know that Sheeta has the talent and the skill. They just haven't been able to build enough around her in order to sustain her. Um, and, and even then, I mean, we could have seen a longer feud with her and Nyla, but they took that in a whole other direction. And, and that's a little silly, um, long term so storytelling is not their strong suit. So, you know, and, by the and way, I think this- Miranda won Greg zero. It was fighter fest. Oh, okay. No, I didn't say fighter fest. You said, said fight, fight for, for the, the fallen. fallen. You're right. Yeah. Oh, zero, zero tie. So zero. My fault. Yes. yes. Because I'm honest, okay? I mean, you could have given me the point, and I would have Fight said, for the yeah, Fallen, but... Fighter Fest, fuck whatever. I don't know. They're all F-words, and I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. So that, that to me, is just more... I just don't think the company seems to just place that much importance on it. And, uh, yes, I sound like a broken record because it's still happening. Am I happy with a, a stronger direction that they've, done in the, they've had in the women's division? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But still, when your women's champion is more of an afterthought in this feud and, and now, you know, it's more pushing these other women who are incredibly talented and awesome, but none of them are signed. You know, none of these women are officially part of your roster. So as far as we know, because they haven't put out the all elite tweet, most likely they're not because they I mean, they buy a broom and they're like, this broom is now all elite on Twitter. So (laughs) if these people were signed, we would know it. Um, But it, man, I could do a whole show on how there's no rhyme or reason to basically anything they do. Talent like the revival gets over and gets prestigious despite the company's best efforts. I say the revival it's FTR now, whatever. Don't Despite mind. all that, they're yes. damn good. So that's my top five. I'm curious about, based off of what I'm saying, what would you, what's, what are you in agreement with? What's okay. different for you? So I can tell you this on our top fives, since I did my top five, we have one person in the same position. Ah, of course. Yes. So um, do you want to guess? Do. do you want to guess who it is? Or I don't know. Uh, you know what? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, maybe Diana. That is incorrect. So uh, my number one, and I flip flopped my top three. There was some some movement. Um, my number one is Io Shirai. I think that Io Shirai mm-hmm. is is the best female wrestler in the world, and she barely edges out Oscar in, in my opinion. Um, some of it is the promo skills. Some of it might be the presentation. I don't know, but that's part of what we're, what we're talking about here. Um, I just think that Io Shirai is fantastic. I I've never seen a bad Io Shirai match. She carried Candice LeRae, you know, last year. And now, and now Candice LeRae is up her game to where I don't think she's going to be carrying her takeover. I think it's going to be uh, an equally good match. Um, but I had number one, Io Shirai. Number two, we had the same. I had Asuka at number two. And I really think it's the promo skills that that set them apart. I had Bailey number three. A lot of what you talked about is, is she's inconsistent, and I think that's why I had her at number three. Um, and and I probably never 
a year ago, maybe whatever, never thought I would have had Bailey at number three. So it's it's a testament to what she's done. I had it was close, but I had Hikaru Shida at number four. Kind of again, despite AEW's best efforts, I think she's still number four, um, just because she delivers and and she's put on great matches with with all the people you've mentioned. She gave Thunder Rosa the best match of her career, and 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 even teaming with her like she's and again she's managed to translate despite the language barrier. And, yeah, and that's something to look at. True. And then I have Diana Paratu at number five, but I don't think she'll stay at number five forever. I still think her best days are ahead of her and, and she can definitely excel and grow as a performer. Interestingly enough, modern day, three of the top five women's champions in the world are Japanese. Yeah. Which is very, cause that's a, te- that's a testament to the training and the culture of Japanese wrestling. And that seems to just, Gravi- you know, I, I think that now companies are just gravitating more towards, you know, signing and having more di- diversity within their women's divisions, but also just knowing like that's really some of the best women's wrestlers in the yes. entire world, period. So question for you, and this is kind of the direction that I'm going to be taking this and we do the mails on next week's Great DeMarco show. Are these the best options to hold these titles? Is Asuka's Raw's best option? Is Bailey SmackDown's best option? Is EO NXT's best option? Is the Karoshida AW's best option? And is Deanna Parazzo Impact's best option? Or is there somebody better currently on those shows that could be holding those championships? Are they the best mm-hmm. champions for their show slash brand slash promotion? Yeah. I mean, that's a loaded question because you got to look at each show independently and each company and, and what they're trying to project. I do want to say that as far as programs and things I'm looking most forward to is Deanna Parazzo versus Kylie Ray um, coming up at uh, Bound for Glory. That is something that I could easily see that title change to Kylie Ray. And I think that would be a, a, a good direction for the company to, to go in too, because, you know, you had prior to her, you know, you had Jordan Grace who won the championship and was champion. Uh, I think she won that what in March February or March. Maybe, yeah, was, I think yeah. it was January because she before, won it from Taya. She won it from Taya, yeah. It was, it was shortly after. It was uh, definitely before February. Hard to kill. Because when I went to the taping in February, I think she oh, won she it in was. Mexico. So, yeah. Because when I went to the taping yeah, in February, in Mexico, she was not the champion. So that was like right after, I right think it was later in January because it was not at Hard to Kill, but right. it was, uh, yeah. Uh, it was after that. So, um, and then before that, you had Taya Valkyrie, who was the longest reigning knockouts champion. Um, so you kind of see a little bit of a, a pattern there as to you know who they want to elevate, who they want to um, you know really push. And Kylie Ray is is someone else on that roster that they've really been pushing as their top baby face. So I could easily see that happening. Or you know they can continue to even stretch that out. I do absolutely see Kylie Ray being the knockouts champion oh, yeah. at some point. That that is that's just that's just gonna happen. Um, so that there's one out of all those. The the first thing in my mind that pops in is um, is Kylie Ray for for Impact. Um, you know, also I think too for for her. I mean, for NXT, it could really be anybody, and that's just more of the strength of mm-hmm. the women's division. EO doesn't need the belt. I think that she's already established a lot in her career. I would like to see someone else as, as champion for a, a little bit. Um, again, just to kind of shake things up and to help elevate somebody else. I, you know, it was someone that I wasn't sure of that I, I didn't think was going to be champion. But after their match 
I really liked was Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. That was really good. I love this direction with Dakota Kai. And I could see her having this belt and it really just do wonders for, for her. And um, I kind of want some of that for the women's division, as we've seen, like you have like the North American title in a way for, the, for the men's division, kind of helping them, uh, ask, you know, move, move up. Um, and I think it's different because you don't have kind of a secondary title for women, but she is someone that, um, again, kind of away from your question, um, answering in my own way, but someone I'd like to see have the NXT women's championship, uh, not to no, say that, that she's better. There could be a better champion, but someone I think that would be great with it is Dakota Kai. I think it, it's the thing about NXT right now is if they can resist the urge to keep pulling from the current women's roster in NXT 12 months from now, it can be what it once was. It can be so damn good like it was when you had Bailey and you had Sasha and you had Becky and you had Charlotte and you had Asuka and you had Shayna Baszler and all the talent that like like so much talent got plucked before it was time like Bianca Belair and you know like Ember Moon who unfortunately has accounted injuries and may never wrestle again like there was so much good they could have done with those talents but they pulled them and they put them on the main roster and which I don't mind calling the main roster because I think they've gone great lengths to differentiate between them purposely or not. And I think if they can withhold that urge, then a year from now, you can have Candice LeRae, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, Rhea Ripley, Raquel Gonzalez, yeah. who was, who was improved leaps and bounds, Shotzi Blackheart, who is just a mega star yes. in waiting. Um, yes, if they Shotzi. wait, if they wait long enough, those five can just be killing it on a routine mm-hmm. basis and really bring that back to being the best women's division in the world. Um, which it kind of might be now by default, but it's still not what it could be. And I do yeah. think 12 months from now, if they let them stay, it's going to be amazing again. Yeah. And I would say on AEW side, if they end up signing either Ivalice or Diamante, I think either of them could have the capacity to be women's champion. I'm kind of leaning a little bit more towards Ivalice. Um, but either one, to be honest, if you're looking for a strong heel champion that isn't Nyla, either one of, of those women could do it. And, and, uh, that, and who knows, maybe that is the direction that they may eventually go in if everything lines up. Um, but you know, that, that at this point I'm looking at AEW's roster and it, in it, I struggle to find who could be the next Champion. Yeah, they're just not ready. They have people who could yeah. be a champion in the future, but who could be the next champion? And I think they honestly could benefit from waiting on that anyway and letting Ikaro Shida be champion for a while while mm-hmm. they develop that roster. I think they could benefit from a yeah. lot of people holding their titles for a while while they develop yes. because everything's yeah. been and so it- haphazard and slap happy that I think they need to right the ship. And so why change titles right now? Yeah, no, and and you make a good point because also it's going to be a bigger deal whoever defeats Sheeta for that title. I mean, that is going to be a, a huge deal for for that. And at one point, I mean, they were teasing a, a Thunder Rosa, and I mean, think about that. You know, uh, uh, not only a double champion, but a double champion in two major U.S. promotions. You know, maybe that is. Yeah, I mean, that's a uh, you know, that's a liberal use of the word major, right? Okay, now for the well known, maybe. Hey, That's it's my show. I'm going to describe well it however the hell I want. I did. did you did you forget about that? I mean, right now the NWA is literally being promoted as on par as a dude. Like it's a Marquez <laughs> slash NWA production. 
and oh, not yeah. that many people are watching it after the first episode. Yes, yes. And I thought you were going to go into your whole man dude. Uh, no, 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 not, not today, but I, cause I will say this, honestly, like we're not evaluating her. She's not on this list. You didn't pick the NWA. I think Thunder, Thunder Rosa is too big for the NWA already. Oh yeah. Yes. And that's a good point. I, I think that my focus was more on active promotions, uh, that we see weekly, you know, Thunder Rosa has done something that no one in professional wrestling has been able to do. And not, not especially this year, you know, her popularity, she's one of the few people in all of pro wrestling who's had a better 2020 than any other year. And the way that she's been able to be, of course, on a stage like AEW to United Wrestling Network primetime live to running her own promotion with Mission Pro to still being on the independent scene. I mean, it, it's. Uh, and I would, I mean, if I were to kind of look at this too, I mean, yeah, I would put her even above, I mean, I, I would probably put her uh, above Deanna. I mean, I put her right under the WWE talents uh, and, you know, maybe, you know, even looking at that could see other areas where she could go be above some of the, the WWE names on, on this list because, you know, her influence in all of independent wrestling is is huge. Um, and of course, I mean, she's she's ridiculously talented. Uh, even just her persona and what she represents, too, is something that we just haven't seen in, in pro wrestling. You know, this, the first Mexican-born NWA women's champion, who anyone who probably knows the history of the NWA realize that one. Who would have thought? Uh, but also, too, she helped modernize NWA. She She's brought a new audience to the NWA. And if and the NWA comes back as its own staple entity, you know why people are coming to it? It's because of her. It's not because of Nick Aldis. I'll tell you that much. You know, it, it's not. If anyone new comes to the NWA, it's because of her and, and what she's been able to do, her full court press, especially over the past few months. Um, and that to me is just fact, you know, no one's coming to, to end to, to watch the NWA for any of the men. I think um, that's, a, they're coming. that's a whole, that's a whole topic you just stumbled upon too. Who has had the yes. best 2020, like yes. who, who, is, oh, not has the yeah. best, who has had the best 2020, but who has had 2020 as the best year of their career. And yeah. that's, I'm already thinking of people in my head that I'm not going to say their names now because I don't want to blow it on no, that topic. Course, that is a great we, topic. As we get to, I mean. The crazy thing, we're heading into the beginning of October this week. I mean, there's, as we still progress through this year, there's still so much left, but we're also getting into the fall. Like there's, we're heading into the end of the year. So of course, we're going to continue to have these types of discussions on the Hashtag Miranda Show, on the Greg DeMarco Show, on a lot of the shows, on the Chairshot Radio Network, but not, not today, not today. We're, we're just sticking we're just sticking to this. Um, and yeah, I mean, that, again, our kind of brief, but I think informative uh, review of, of, you know, all of the top champions within pro know. wrestling. Is 35 minutes brief? I don't know. You know, brief for us because we're okay, actually, maybe. yeah, maybe, yeah, because yeah. we're actually doing pretty decent on, on time because we're wrapping up because, because you know, uh, unless, I mean, do we got some more bills to pay first? I mean, we always have more bills to pay. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Masked Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. 
Go to lucha-masks.com and fight lucha strong with masks from your favorite lucha legends and pro wrestling revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com powered by pro wrestling revolution. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Yeah, so now, now we're wrapping up. Now we're wrapping up. Yes, now we're wrapping up. Yes. Uh, In record time, probably not. But I, you know. Close. 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 We're getting, yeah, we're getting there. I'm going to ruin it because I'm going to just talk some more. Uh, But uh, thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Don't forget to follow us, myself and Greg, and uh, thechairshot.com on social media. You can find me, Miranda Morales, at the hashtag Miranda uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Again, no Twitter, but I'm going to be on the Chair Shots Twitter. I'm going to be running the Chair Shots Twitter account at Chair Shot Media this Sunday for NXT TakeOver 31. Uh, so make you got it. You just got to follow along. So yes, yeah, yeah, NXT TakeOver 31, you'll never see it coming. Again, they'll see it coming now because you told them that's not how this that's works. The, oh, that is how it works because then we get to brag. And isn't that what being but a wrestling fan is all about? Saying then, you were right or bragging or revealing, spoiling things. Like that's what wrestling fans do. Yeah, no, that's that is a fun part about wrestling. Have to see? Admit that. Yeah. Greg mm-hmm. DeMarco won. Miranda Morales zero. <laughs> no, I I'm just saying that you know I'm not admitting that that's a personal hobby of mine being a spoiler, but you know I could see where it could be entertaining. But anyways, follow uh, the Chair Shot at Chair Shot Media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can follow Greg Demarco at the or not even the at Chair Shot Greg, just at Chair Shot Greg. At Chair Shot. At Chair Shot Greg. That's it. Yes. That's before it. before you wrap up, can I do something very self serving? <laughs> okay. Yeah, as I mean, that's what I do, right? I run this website. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you tell everybody what a logo happens to be on the shirt that you're wearing right now? Oh yes, yes. I was gonna wear it again when we do, uh, you know, video stuff. But Absolutely. This is okay. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to show so, it because no one can see. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But uh, this, uh, my whole outfit. This is my most recent purchase outfit from. Not Dead Can't Quit, which is a athletic apparel company. Yes, yes, it um, is. You can go, I think it's uh, ndcq.com. Yes. Um, also through their social medias, uh, ndcq. I have to look yes. down, make sure I say it right. ndcq. Uh, and yeah, Not Dead Can't Quit. Now, um, let me ask you something. Let me ask you a question about this, right? Because it, it's good shit. You're getting good shit from NDCQ.com and not Dead Can't Quit. And it's a great message, especially for someone who's exercising, working out, and all the stuff that you and I have both been doing. It's been chronicled on this show and others for more than a year now. But you didn't pay full price for that, did you? No, no, I did not, which is, of course, one of my favorite. That's a pastime. Me That's not paying full price for clothes is, is one of my many. But I mean, you didn't even get like 15% off. No, not even no. 50, not 20, no. not 25, no. 30% off. 
30, 30% off. Mm -hmm. Like that is a significant portion. Like usually when you get 15 to 20% off, you're getting, it's, it's taken off shipping and tax and whatever, but 30% off, like you're getting shipping, you're getting tax, and then you're still saving money on the other side. I mean, how in the hell did you do that? Well, I went to ndcq.com and well, I, you know, looked at what merchandise I wanted, making sure, you know, finding the right sizes, lots of cool stuff. I am uh, wearing the uh, ribbed sleeveless hoodie um, and uh, I'm also wearing my new yoga pants uh, there. Uh, I went there and I used the code DeMarco to get 30% off my order. The you very code that you were making fun of me for during the Greg DeMarco show. Well, not yeah, too long because ago. now you're, you know, you you're sponsored, you're an influencer. You know, me and Patrick, me and Patrick had a good time with that because now, now, you did. You know, you're one of those. You're Actually, like you were Instagram. making fun of me, but then I realized that wasn't part of the recording, so no one has actually ever heard that except for the three of us. Oh yes, we will, we will, we will. We will. We'll you guys will. to bring it back, but yes, I used my code uh, Demarco to get thirty percent off. You know how much I saved? I saved $22.49. Some pretty good shit right there. That's from my order. See, so so it's, yeah, it's what Greg sponsored, whatever, but 20, 30% off. Like it's, 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 it's a steep discount. You don't normally get discount codes that are saving you 30% off. So I love the brand. It's, it's, you know, it was founded by an ex-Marine, not really an ex-Marine, because once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine, uh, who did pass away, and his wife and her partner are carrying it on now, and business partner, and it's just it's just a testament to, you know, the tagline is, life is tough, be tougher, and it's a seriously good message, like, especially right now, like, we all know what we're going through, if 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 it was, if you didn't know before, you know now, life is tough, and, and we yep. do got to be tougher, and, and even you take COVID out, like, we're all going through things, and, and and it is, and it's just a constant reminder. And I wear it to CrossFit and literally the guy who's done like 90% of my training at this point will yell it at me and other people. If they're like slowing yep. down, he's like, not dead, can't quit. Like he loves it. And he's like yes. telling people to go buy it and use my code and, and all of that. Like it's, it's not for me. Like it literally is. I, I talked to them. I, I love the brand. I was like, Hey, let's do a code. And, and they were like, yeah. And they were like, we'll do 30%. I was like, that's awesome so let's do that and so that's why i promote it so often but yeah go to ndcq.com and use that promo code demarco you will save 30 percent on your order and you'll get something that's really cool and a great reminder and and who can't get behind that life is tough be tougher i mean i guess you could get behind life is tough so fuck it give up but that that wouldn't sell very well um but seriously you know I would appreciate it. You're not really, I don't get much for that, but at the same time, it's just something I, I've really come to believe in on a quick basis. And yeah, 30% off ndcq.com promo code DeMarco. Um, I wore mine yesterday. That's why I'm not wearing it right now, but I got two others, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth your time and your effort and your energy and you save something in the process and get something really cool. Just like you do with the chairshot.com. So if there weren't enough apparel options, now there's even more. Yes, we keep you well-dressed uh, at thechairshot.com on the hashtag Miranda show. Just know that uh, we want you to be styling and profiling. And you could do that by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot or ndcq.com. 
So again, a big thank you. I mean, speaking of not dead, can't quit. I started off this show again, acknowledging that life happens. Uh, this show wasn't supposed to happen, but it did because, you know, sometimes that's all you got just to, to keep on going and, and to, you know, do things that you enjoy. And one of the things I, I enjoy in my whole week is this podcast, doing this with Greg giving you all something to listen to. So again, a big thank you to everyone who has listened, who is listening. Uh, continue to you know share with your friends. Also, I mean, this podcast is available, of course, on thechairshot.com. Uh, I have something queued up. So thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Sorry, I got the closing thing queued up. And I know, I know, I know, I know. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. But I still did it myself. I mean, I, no, I, I it sounds dumb to say I wrote that line, but I did write that line. Uh, and of course, though, I mean, there's other uh, podcast streaming platforms, uh, Google, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify. You can go on there, listen to this show. And if you do, make sure to subscribe, rate, review, uh, leave us a five-star review, leave me a five-star review. Um, that would be super, super great. Uh, but also let us know your feedback. Let me know topics that you would like to have covered in future shows, things you like about the show, things you don't like about the show. Hey, I'm, I'm open to, to feedback um, as long as it's constructive. If you say something stupid, I'm not going to do shit. Just, just, just a heads up. Ain't I'm not gonna do shit. it. I'm not gonna do shit. But again, thank you all for listening. Uh, we're gonna be back next week because why not? We're not dead. We're not gonna quit. So let's just keep on going. Again, big shout outs to all of you out there who are listening, who are doing your own thing, working on your own projects, doing your own podcast. You know, doing your own careers. Uh, you know, I, I got your back. So does Greg. Uh, even if he doesn't want to, uh, I'm making him. So uh, for Greg DeMarco, I'm Miranda Morales. And don't forget, well, always keep it soft style. Chairshot.com. Always use your head. This is such good shit. Some of the baddest motherfuckers on the planet are on that plane.